Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Just $4.99 a month for your all-access pass. Playing now on Fandor is the romantic comedy, New York, I Love You. Starring Natalie Portman, Ethan Hawke, Andy Garcia, and many more. That's F-A-N-D-O-R. All right, everyone, we're back. And uh, for those of you who were listening to part one, we are, you're you're reminded, we're here with the great Tyler Florence, chef. Uh, thank you, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Human and and Brian. You're doing an amazing job. Yeah, thank Brian. You. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Nobody, nobody does a tech check like this guy. Like, <laughs> right. It was flawless. It, it was a great experience. Uh, so, for those of you tuning in for the first time, we're reviewing the new Anthony Bourdain movie, Roadrunner. And uh, part one was kind of all about the light side of the film, the the fun side, the the moments where you got to see kind of a, a calmer version of Anthony Bourdain, and then just the force of nature that he was, as Tyler described it in in part one. Um, he just an incredible person, you know, blowing through the universe in in a whole bunch of exciting ways. So, uh, Tyler, um, I'm going to go ahead and say you're one of the 25 most famous chefs in the world. I'm just going to throw that out there. Whether or not I, you did, would, whether or not you disagree, I'm going to give you that. Chris, do you well, agree with no, that? Listen, I, 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 I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's, oh. it's very. I, I think without a question, you know, there's, you know, I, uh, I, I love what I do, and I do what I do very specifically. Like I, I'm a chef that really kind of appreciates great American food. Go ahead. Well, let, me, let me ask you the question. The yeah, question sure. is this: In this film, Anthony admits to being away 250 days a year. Now you're a father and a husband. When you see his lifestyle. Is it possible to be a father and a husband and gone away that amount of time from your family? Not very well, to be honest with you. Not, not very well, because I think eventually you drop something, right? So Anthony gave up, you know, two big, very important parts of his life to be Anthony Bourdain. Like he gave up, uh, you know, his first wife. He gave up his second wife. In a lot of ways, in the second part of the movie, it really starts to explore um, you know, the separation anxiety that turns into, you know, the constant feeling of being distant to losing interest to just burning your life down to reinvent yourself over and over again. And, you know, he, he stepped away from the restaurant industry and he stepped away from two marriages. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and he chose to be himself. And in a lot of ways, I probably didn't feel like he had a lot of choice in the matter because that was just sort of his calling. And, you know, in, in this, you know, in, in 
being famous and being on television is my 25th year on television with Food Network. You, you're often, you know, uh, reminded that, you know, it's fleeting, right? Success doesn't last forever. And, and you should always kind of make a contingency plan about how you want to gracefully exit because it'll either happen on, on, on your terms or somebody else's terms, but it's going to happen. Are you, and so, how, how many days a year are you away from your family? Well, uh, no two years are the same. And and I have had really long years where, you know, I, I uh, am not in my own bed for 250 nights. I'm on 90 flights a year. Uh, my son uh, just turned 14. I think I've missed five of his birthdays. Well, hold on. And, let me and, ask. Let me ask you about that. Is that OK? Yeah. Is it OK for you to miss five birthdays of your own son? For your job. No, it's not. It's, it, it, you know, it, it's not. And, and when it happens, you know, everybody says, it's okay, dad, it's okay. You kind of come back the next day and, and, and you, you definitely overcompensate for all this kind of stuff. And, and, you know, and it's family, family forgives you in, in a way. Um, but when you, when you're in television and something, when you're in the movie business, it's kind of the same thing. They don't really care what else you've got right. going on in your life. Like here's the schedule and this is what we're going to go do. And even though you could have carefully planned around that, like some things happen and, you know, some of those birthdays weren't an intent intentional miss but you know the scene ran long and i missed my last flight out that day from where we were and you know and, and the red eye wasn't available and so i ended up you know flying out the, the next afternoon which meant i missed his birthday party so these things happen and but they 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 really you know how long you let it go i think will determine how well you manage your mental health out of all this because you need support. You need somebody in your life to tell you you're fucking up. You need somebody in your life to, to, to give you a hug. You need somebody in your life to love you. Yeah. And, and I, I think Anthony uh, uh, isolated himself in a lot of ways. Um, and, 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 and then in a, in a very weird way, started attacking people that loved him. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a very really touching moment um, with, um, you know, with, with se several people in the movie that, that he, he just, he just kind of just attacked for no reason. Like I, I've had, you know, in the same month, I would have drinks with Tony Bourdain in the West village. We'd have a great time. And, and then, you know, he would attack me in the press for no, no crazy reason. What do you he say about you? What do you say about you? Well, you know, you know, there was, there was a moment in time and here's the deal. I don't want to say I'm a Tony expert on any level whatsoever. I knew Tony, how I knew Tony. And there was a lot of people who had a much, much deeper relationship with him than I did, but I knew him. But I think more important than that, I know what he's going through or, or I, I know what he had gone through. Uh, and then I, I kind of, in a way, understand that sometimes you just or want to, or have that voice in the back of your head telling you just pull the ripcord and let's just get out of here yeah, and nice. and and this is just not going anywhere and and I, i'm just not happy anymore there's no way to get out Crit. so and 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 as as a writer go ahead i'm sorry man I'm, no I'm, no I'm, problem I'm no no go ahead and finish your thought as a writer but as as a writer you know tony wrote his own last chapter the way he wanted to finish his life story well let's it, talk he let's... He, he, he finished the book the way he wanted to finish the book and not on anybody else's timetable or, and not or growing terms. old gracefully. Yeah, exactly. He, or terms. he wrote the end of the story the way he wanted it read. Let's uh, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one, mm -hmm. if that's all right. That's fine. So in this film, we're teetering on the edge of darkness the whole time. Of course. But, it, but at the, mean, you, you know the ending. But. Yeah. In the one hour 30 mark of this film, we're introduced to Anthony's last girlfriend, Asia Argento. Mm -hmm. And here's what I got from the end of the movie. And Chris, you tell me if you got something different. Here you have a guy in a very toxic relationship... Everyone around him is trying to help him. He wouldn't listen to anyone until Anthony lost it and hung himself. 
Did you see that too, or did you see something different? Like it seemed like everyone was trying to help this guy, and he wouldn't listen to anybody. I think that there were a lot of people who were trying to help him, and I think that he had these friends over the years who um, had been around, and uh, that they, you know, sometimes people just get caught in despair that way. And this is one of the reasons that that I think we always have to have a deep conversation about mental health, and that we have to recognize that people, you know, get to points that 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 they don't think that they would ever get to. Even people who are very well connected to other folks, and and they feel isolated and sometimes they want to pull the ripcord and that's a it's a it's a terrible challenge that i think all humans face in in one way or another and and you know i would have loved to see another you know 20 years of anthony bourdain um you know and you know it, it, it i think that that the world would be better for it um and it this it was a toxic set of circumstances and i think that that was captured very well in the film too yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Tyler, you said something that made me uh, think about Anthony Bourdain. And he said, the way I make up for my strange life is cooking aggressively, practically killing the people around me with food. Eat, eat, eat. Don't you love me? Eat my food. Is that you, Tyler? <laughs> well, you know, th- there is a, um, a manic level of behavior that you could start to see with this constant sort of shift between reality and then compensating for you know his alter universe that he lived in for the majority of his life for you know 15 years or so and so when you go back on the reality and and that's something that i personally really identified with it's hard to talk about and hard to explain where you've been for the last three weeks with anybody even including your wife just because they don't understand or they won't get it like we were in i was in four cities in the last you know through two weeks and and you know oklahoma is one of them and we stopped off this crazy barbecue place and we had this whole kind of really good time and then we had drinks in this bar and it was fun and like and then they just it just kind of goes over everybody's head so i think in a lot of ways once you kind of get back to civilization that you kind of begin to overcompensate for for you you not being there and then it's sort of like let me just make you happy and let me just cook for you don't you love me and like and so and and i think in a lot of ways um that's also uh, uh, the behavior of an addict. And, and and that's one thing that we don't really talk about that was really discussed it, it, right at the beginning of the movie, but then they really kind of jumped into it towards the end, how he would just sort of assign his addictive behavior uh, to to anybody, right? Or yeah. any situation currently, right? So he was addicted to heroin, heroin early, and he was addicted then, yeah. to, to being a chef, and he was addicted to the show, and he was addicted to Asia Argento, and he was addicted to, you know, uh, he was addicted to his family, and then he wasn't, and then he was addicted. And so I, I, I think in a lot of ways, like that, that um, and that sort of creeping behavior that you never really, you know, you never really lose. It's like this long comet tail that you just can't particularly shake that would end up becoming manifest in a couple of different parts of his life. And that, that was my big takeaway. But, but to me, what I think one of the, the saddest things is how he would just randomly go out and just sort of like blast people yeah. um, because it, it, it moved the needle and sold books. Like his his whole thing about calling people out and calling other chefs out um, for you know, if they were legitimate or a real chef or they were cooking the real food. I mean, he took swipes at everybody on Food Network. He took swipes at everybody, and and you just sort of took it. I mean, it was sort of you know like I would talk to other folks on on Food Network, and it's just you know it's Tony being Tony, and you know like don't get into a Twitter battle with him. It's not worth it. It's dumb. Uh, but some of those things would really hurt. I mean, it, like openly op- openly attacked Rachel Ray, openly attacked Paula Dean, open. Attacked Bobby, openly attacked, openly attacked Bobby because he didn't like Southwestern food. 
you know, and openly attacked because, but then he went to, he went to Mesa grill and he had the best French fry of his life and he hated Bobby even more because his French fries were better than those. Right. <laughs> so, and, and, and a lot, and, and, and there was one moment in one of the early episodes of no reservations where he was in um, uh, New Zealand and he was riding a quad bike up this, up this um, Sandy dune and he flipped it over and kind of landed a couple of times. And of course they shot all of that and they showed all of it. Um, but right at the end of that scene, he said, yeah, and no reservation was almost just hosted by Tyler Florence. And, and so, so he, he had this sort of like love affair for who we were. And, and listen, listen, um, I've seen a lot of people come and I've seen a lot of people go and sort of the food entertainment space happens all the time. And, I, I'm just really thinking about how can we make the table bigger and how can we like share more information and make better broadcasting, that kind of stuff. There was a moment in time when going after other chefs and calling them out for being real or not real. And he and David Chang used to do it all the time. They, they called bullshit on San Francisco or they called that. That was their uh, Tony and, and uh, Michael Rollman had this like uh, this like award ceremony at uh, the South Beach Food Mind Festival called the Golden Clog. And they would just make up these like ridiculous like things that, you know, other chefs on Food Network, like basically just laughing at everybody. And so it, it, it just became kind of vicious. And that was just sort of his thing. But he knew the louder he did that, the more coverage more he got, the more books yeah. he sold. And that was just sort of his thing. So I think in a lot of ways, he ended up turning off a lot of people that probably he needed. You know, he probably needed a support system. And, and he apologized <laughs> to that. Uh, to me later in life, but it, you know, it was it was one of those things that you know for that moment in his life that was just sort of who he was, and he just didn't really there was no filter, and and I, I think you, you don't want to filter a guy like that because I think what he said was just sort of some of the stuff is just brilliant, and some of the stuff is just kind of like mean and cruel, mm-hmm. um, but that's just who he was as a person. Um, but you know, but but to, to me, one of the and since we're on sort of this you know part two of this, uh, one of the saddest things was, was that when David Chang had recalled, um, you know, Tony saying that David would never be a good father. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and who, who the hell says who that? Says that? Who says and, that? And, and, and if you, and if you follow David Chang on social media, he loves his son and he's just like cooking like Japanese rice and Korean home dishes and all these things. Like he just loves his son and like, and that really kind of hurt, hurt him deep, man. And like David Chang never did anything other than just be, you know, Tony's like biggest support system, biggest fan. So there was this, this dark side to him that he just felt like he could just like take anybody out anytime he wanted to. And then, and then we started kind of going after Harvey Weinstein. And I think in a way like that really kind of like put off Asia Argento. I just don't think, I think it got a little, it got a little weird for her too. Um, that so it was almost, it, it, almost you know, competitive that he, he was he, being competitive with her and in, in the me too side of things. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. Well, he just, he just yeah. assigned his, he just signed his manic behavior to her. And then, yeah. and I just don't think she wanted it. I think she wanted to have, you know, the bad boy, good time life. And I just don't think she wanted you know, that much airtime or that much attention on herself, or it, it just became distracting. And, uh, and then towards the end, it, you know, it was ultimately, and, you know, it, and it's hard to say that, you know, Asia Argento caused that. And it was probably, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, but you could just tell he was just in a, you know, a depressed dark place for, for, for quite some time. Yeah. And, and it, and it, and it was sad. You know, like, like the last time I saw him was at a UFC fight in, uh, in, in, um, uh, uh, Las Vegas on the floor. Mm. I can't remember what fight it was, but um, but uh, except been a few, but um, it, it was uh, it, you know he 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 looked uh, you know he was he was aging and, and and it looked like he wasn't you know taking really good care of himself. But um, but uh, you know th- that being said, I I, I I miss him. You know what I mean? I I, I do because I'd see him a couple times a year and and uh, we always we always had like a little moment of kind of check ins because I, I mean I, I've been friends with him forever. I mean when Bone in the Throat came out, even like before Kitchen Confidential, and and there's books before Kitchen Confidential that you definitely have to go check out. I think it's some of his some of his really good, incredibly edgy work. Uh, Bone in the Throat is a masterpiece. Okay. That's a great. That, that really wasn't well covered. Book. I mean, Kitchen Confidential was presented as not just the breakthrough, but sort of the only thing that got him uh, over the over the. The literary hump um but that that that's i mean that's, that's news to me um so i'm gonna go back and dig up the books <laughs> yeah bone of throat's fantastic so so and and i i had because I, I was just reading a lot of his work early and you know we'd kind of see him in new york before he got like really famous and and uh, it was just it was just you know it was nice to see him so at one point in time it, you know he he kind of stepped away from the day-to-day uh work of being a chef and then he, he's assumed this role as a storyteller and as a great American writer. And that's really who he was. And so the, his, his time in the kitchen kind of gave him, you know, a, a focus and gave him a level of enthusiasm. Uh, most people don't share because he, he just ate everything everywhere and got a chance to meet everybody. Um, Tyler, um, but he, go ahead. Listen, we got to wrap this thing up. We can't <laughs> go forever. So we're going to go around the horn. Start with Bryn. Should yeah. people see this movie? Yes oh, or no? Oh, a thousand percent. Chris, yeah. should people see this movie? Yeah, no brainers. Like, watch it twice. Okay. Yeah. So we're it all leaks. in agreement. Yeah. Everyone go check out this film. We're going to end with one final question for Tyler. Uh, Tyler, hopefully, God willing, coronavirus has passed us. I would like you to invite me, Chris, and Bryn over your house for dinner. And we could do a movie review as we eat about our favorite movies that have to do with food. 
What do you think? I would love that. And, and, and Don't just say that, I, man. I, I live in no, no, sir. I live in Moran. You've been to my house, man. I have. Let's come over for dinner sometime. And it's a, it's a, we'll, we'll cook out. We'll grill some steaks. You know, we're getting ready to open up a brand new steakhouse with the Golden State Warriors called Miller and Lux. Oh, that'll be um, nice. So we've got lots of steaks laying around. That'll be fun. Uh, we'd love to feed you guys. And uh, let, let's just kind of keep this up, man. There's so many great movies, um, food or otherwise. And that's part of what I do now. Uh, sort of uh, like the second half of, of my career. Like I, I'm a filmmaker. Like we, I have an advertising agency. Uh, I have a production company. We make television. We make movies. Uh, we make short form content for social. It's like little mini movies. On, What's the company uh, called? Which are so much fun to produce. Uh, it's called um, Monarch Collective, our production company. Monarch. Nice. And so we're, we're just yeah, we're we're just thrilled, and we, we do this kind of stuff all the time. And so I I, I love the uh, art of cinema. I, it, to me, it's just it, it's so breathtaking when you get really edgy people that are doing great stuff. And so yeah, let's do it. And man. this is what dinner f- in a movie. That's what we'll call it. Perfect. Movie. <laughs> nice. This is what Fandor has been about from the beginning. Um, and so we're just so excited to get the Fandor Festival podcast kicked back off uh, with the wonderful Tyler Florence. Hey, Tyler, nice. uh, one last thing. Uh, you want to open up a restaurant with the Sacramento Kings? I think they're, <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. they're a better if organization. You, if you're doing, if you're doing the Warriors, we've got, I mean, we, we do have Echo and Rig up at Golden One Center in Sacramento, but um, but there's there's room for a couple of more great restaurants in the downtown commons. So we'll have to have that conversation too. <laughs> Chris, I would I would love to do that. You know, we're, uh, you know, live in the Bay Area, you know, Sacramento's up it's there close. too. It's, and, it's still and close. There's, there's, yep. Yeah, and there's like so much great culinary talent. Like I, I, uh, I remember when we opened up um, uh, Wayfair Tavern. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I had cleaned the city of Sacramento out of chefs. <laughs> I thought somebody is going to put a hit out on me for cleaning the city out. But um, there is some really serious culinary talent up there. I would love to do a restaurant. All right, there. Well, that would be amazing. Come, come, yeah, come so on up. We'll work that out. Miller too. and Luck. Yep. Yeah, Miller and Luck's fantastic story. I'll talk to you about it offline. We, yeah, and we are long. going to be hosting the California Classic uh, up there first week uh, in, in August, um, right before uh, Summer League starts in Vegas. So we'll have a couple of teams up there. So you'll have to come up for that. I would love that. All right. All right. So listen, everyone, today's show is brought to you by FanDor. Sign up online for a free one-week trial or download the app on your phone and get two weeks free. Playing now on FanDor is the romantic comedy New York, I Love You, starring Natalie Portman, Ethan Hawke, Andy Garcia, and many more. That's F-A-N-D-O-R. Tyler, you are second to none. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate this, man. So much fun. Thank you for that link. It it was just an honor to watch that movie. And and, uh, and I got a chance to watch it with my... My daughter, who's 13, mm. and my son is 25, and and a lot of the stuff they didn't know, and they looked at me and like, Dad, is that what life is really like? I'm like, absolutely, kinda, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a hundred, a thousand percent, yeah. and that's what life is like for me personally as a as a you know broadcaster who hits the road a lot. So they, they just see Dad coming and going with a suitcase, and that's what's like on the other side mm-hmm. of the lens. Yeah. Nice. Thank you for being the first one, Tyler. It really yeah. means a lot to us. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tyler. My All pleasure. Right. My pleasure. Anytime, guys. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Playing now on Fandor is a romantic comedy, New York, I Love You, starring Natalie Portman, Ethan Hawke, Andy Garcia, and many more. That's Fandor. F-A-N-D-O-R. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.